0: You should go there now. Ooh, yeah. Hello and welcome to Destroy All Children. Knowing me, Larry Davis. Knowing you, George Brundle. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know, I had a question recently about if that intro is an ABBA reference or not. Yeah. Anyway, what have you been up to <laughs> this week? <laughs>
1: Oh no, Larry, do you want me to get into what I've been No, I don't getting up to? No, Do you want to get into my freak no. shit? Is no. that how you want to start no. this episode? No. Larry, I bought a Sega no. Saturn no. I bought a Sega no. Saturn no. off eBay, no. Larry no, <laughs> no. <sighs> I, so My work started offering a lot of overtime And some of that happened to fall on a holiday So I would get time and a half plus half And so I decided what I should parlay my money with uh, was a Sega
0: Saturn This all happened very fast by the way Yeah, like, yeah You yeah. said like hey I'm thinking about getting a Saturn And then the next day you're like I bought a Saturn And then like two days later you're there <laughs> Posting like I'm trying to get Clockwork Knight Working
1: <laughs> Yeah I, This uh, kind of started because I did Sort of want to play Clockwork Knight Again but uh <laughs> Saturn, the Saturn made...
0: games I thought that was a yeah, joke specific.
1: No no I've for a long time wanted to play Clockwork It's like night.
0: buying a Saturn to play Bug <laughs>
1: God, well, I gotta play Bug it,
0: and Bug 2 As it happens, I
1: have a burned disc copy of Bug yeah. sitting next to me Of course um, you do
0: I have an no, actual I... copy of Bug
1: Oh, well, I wonder how much that goes for on eBay Let's start that segment of nope. the podcast back nope. up No, no we I, will not I,
0: I can tell you I bought it for $3 <laughs>
1: Oh man, so that's the part of this that actually really just bugs the hell out of me. Whoa. Yeah, uh, is uh watching YouTube videos about this and people going, like, yeah, I bought my Sega Saturn for like 35 bucks off eBay, and like those videos were in like 2018, 2019. Yep, so not really that far off. I paid $180 for my Japanese Ooh. import Sega Saturn. Uh, with three games, two which are Virtua Fighter games, so those came free with the console. Yeah, uh, it also well, did. Come Fighters Mega a... Mix
0: was also free, I think.
1: It was, and that's one that I also got. I, I sorry, I had a moment because I thought that maybe the one that I got with it was also Fighting Vipers, but uh, no. no, that's one of the ones I had to burn.
0: Um, I have but Fighting
1: Vipers. Fighting Vipers is a great game. No, it's not. Fighting Vipers is a wonderful game. <laughs> no, it's not. All I know about Fighting Vipers is you have that uh honey chick that wears like the red maid outfit and she yep. attacks you with her butt. So it's a great game.
0: You knock a character's armor off, you can like smack them through the stage barriers and stuff. Yeah. Not good yeah. that game.
1: So I I paid $180 for all this. I did happen to get a brand new action replay 4 M with that. So that's like those typically sell for like thirty bucks. So that's yeah, kind of yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that's that's in the price
0: Well, um, I mean, it is bad, actually I got my Sega Saturn a few years ago at a pawn shop for like 50 bucks It's a US one, though Yeah, um,
1: I there's an abundance of Japanese units And I did not find very many uh, US units
0: I wonder why Yeah, there might
1: be a reason for that uh, People buying them up and also them not selling very well to begin with in America so I also just happen to like aesthetically prefer the grey one. Like I just kinda like the look of the grey with the black accent to the blue buttons.
0: I don't like the black bit in the bit in the middle. I feel like oh, I you, by it. the way, you're just gonna cut that out now and just have <laughs> a clip of me saying I don't like the black. <laughs> uh, but um I think it would look a lot better if it was just grey with the blue buttons. Hmm.
1: I I like the black accent. I'm a fan of the black. I love the black.
0: <laughs> okay. I've always stood
1: by the black, and I will continue to stand by the black. Uh When I bought this thing, though, like, I knew I didn't want to buy it and then also get back into buying uh, used games off eBay because, as we have talked about plenty of times on this podcast, that is a complete nightmare now. It was a nightmare before. It has only gotten exponentially worse. It is just not a viable way to collect Sega Saturn games, in my opinion. What is a viable way is buying, like... 100 cdrs for about yeah. 15 bucks and just burning a bunch of isos onto those cds and the saturn happens to be a very easy console to soft mod you just take the action replay you take a, uh, pr- a program called pseudo saturn nikai you do the disc swap trick and that flashes the action replay card and then it just enables you to run games off of burned cds uh, do you
0: have to do that every time No. So
1: all you have to do is you do have to disassemble the console and take the lid off because you have to trick the console into thinking the lid is shut during the entire process. The console I have happens to be the easiest one to do that with because the switch for that is built into the top lid. So you just have to keep the actual like CD lid closed and that's it. In other ones, you have to like take electrical tape and like tape together a sensor that's like near the power supply. It's a yeah but you then uh there's a specific timing for the disc swap trick and i happened to get it in one so i couldn't tell you what the exact timing is because i think i kind of just like lucked into it Uh i did it by accident uh and this will just like load the program onto the action replay you just let it run its installation and then you just hook everything back up together and anytime you put that action replay card in it will bypass the security check on a disc Okay. You can take that card out, it's totally fine. You can just then like use the console like normal. Nothing about the console itself changes. It's all done to the action replay card.
0: Oh, well. Alright.
1: The the downside to this is it also disables certain features of the action replay card. <laughs> so you can't like backup saves I thought, anymore. I thought you said it didn't do that. It it prevents you from backing up saves and using cheat codes. It will still expand the uh, memory on the console, oh, okay. so it will still let you do the most important thing, which yeah. is play like Japanese import games that require that.
0: Yeah, uh, like a, a Street Fighter versus X Men. Pretty much them. any of the fighting games. Yeah, yeah. the Darkstalkers; um, those are the ones I have.
1: Yeah, uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I think also requires the expansion. That's weird, um, but. It still lets you use that. And then, like, Pseudo Saturn Kai has also since been updated to re-enable cheat codes. It's just out of their launcher specifically. Uh, which comes at the consequence of, like, some games, for whatever reason, do not have the correct cheat codes in it. So it's unusable for certain games.
0: <laughs> but That's
1: nice. But it's still better than not having the feature at all, I guess. So anyway, I, I did that. I've now uh, amassed quite the collection of ill-gotten Sega Saturn games. That I'm going to slowly work my way what, through.
0: What does that mean, though? Like, it's not a collection. I mean, it is, but it's like there's no, there's nothing to it. Like, you just download it and burn the disc. Like, so what? Yeah, it's not like I having mean, an actual collection of like, oh, I tracked these down. I got all. The, yeah, got like this. Just yeah, I I clicked vim dot net and went to the right thing and downloaded it and.
1: Well, I, uh-huh. I got a, a, a certain redump that you could find on the internet where uh-huh. things might be archived on the internet. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's really <laughs> weird that's up. You would yes, think they would have is. taken that down, but...
1: It is, uh, I want to say, like, several hundred gigabytes in size, uh, but I was able to just go to specifically the ones I want, just be like, okay, Sega Rally Championship? Yes.
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, that's one of them that I need to have Radiant Silver Gun, absolutely uh-huh. It's a treasure game Sure We
0: all know that, that I treasure and treasure And that's one that was always insanely expensive So now I'm sure it's really blown out The
1: The downside to this though Is there's three games with like Major compatibility issues So they won't run on this thing And it's uh-huh. specifically compatibility issues With Dragon Saga. Yeah, yeah, Panzer Dragon of Saga course. Panzer, Dragoons Y, and uh, Alien Trilogy all use a different type of launcher, I think, as part of an anti cheat measure. Hmm. And so, Pseudo Saturn will let you patch the games. And what it, the patch does is it just changes the header from uh, Sega Saturn to Pseudo Saturn Kai. And apparently, just changing that ends up fixing the entire problem, except. Uh, the gray versions of the Sega Saturn lack of the ability to run the JHL launcher, meaning even if you patch them on my specific model of the Sega Saturn, I still can't run those games. So I'm just boned. I, I can't play Panzer Dragoon Sokka. And I know I started this saying that Clockwork Knight was one I wanted to play, but it also was Panzer Dragoon <laughs> So Oh
0: well, yeah, because that's when you can't buy. Uh, yep. And... I guess simulation for the Saturn's still probably not good.
1: It's still not good. I, I think that Saga probably is one of the ones that runs well enough. Maybe. But, like, man, it, they refused to just re-release
0: that game. They can't. They lost the source code for it. Oh, right. That's so fucked up. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Speaking of, like, uh, Lost Things and a game that you mentioned recently, um... I had mentioned to you that uh, the weird website Zoom platform is like the only place you can buy regular Duke Nukem 3D anymore. Hell um, yeah. Because they have some sort of, they got some sort of perpetuity license to sell that game so then when Gearbox took over it didn't affect it or something like that. Gotta have uh, the Duke. Yeah. and I need, I need the, the Duke. Duke. Um. So Randy Pitchford uh, can keep his grubby mitts off of it there. Uh, but they also have Alien Trilogy for sale oh, there, which nowhere else. See, does. I need
1: to I need to just pick that up or, off Rosython.
0: The thing is, they did. Now it's oh, not wow. available. So Oh come on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this long nightmare of just wanting to play Alien Trilogy and not being able to play Alien Trilogy. Yeah. I wasn't even that interested in that game, and then I watched some footage of it, and I was like, This looks pretty good. this was... just looks like old doom, yeah, it was a cool game it was yeah. essentially
0: a doom mod,
1: yeah, but like i'm I'm kind of in the mood for that sort of a game, and I guess I should well, just, just play, play doom oh i I should also just play dusk. I mean, I played dusk. you didn't play all of it, no, I didn't play. I played half of it. um,
0: yeah, so you didn't what get about
1: to the real good stuff? What about quake? But Ah, on the Sega Saturn. No.
0: (laughs) The cool thing about that new Quake port, though, is uh, it just took over the previous version. It's Mm -hmm. not like a new one you have to buy, so that's nice.
1: Yeah, I've never played Quake. I should probably play play Quake. Quake. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I did watch some footage of the Sega Saturn version of it, and honestly, it does seem like it's an alright port. I, I just question, like, controlling that on the Sega Saturn, like, gamepad. Seems oddly, like... Not the, ideal.
0: The, um... Oh, no, it's Quake 2, where the PlayStation 1 version is, like, my favorite version of it. Hmm. Um, because it's a completely different game than the original. Um, and Well, for one thing, I don't like Quake 2 anyway. Uh, it looks terrible. I don't like the way it plays. I don't really like anything about it. Uh, and 2, like, has a much more doom like look and feel to it. Huh. Uh the PlayStation what? version I mean. So that is maybe something you should check out sometime. So, so it just shares the name but it's like a yeah. totally
1: different presentation it, for the game. It's like Doom 64 was. Huh. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I um
0: I and the same basically thing actually with Quick 2 64. Uh, it's also a different game. I actually, well, I think the PS One one is maybe closer to the original, but it does do this weird thing where it sort of segments the levels. Um, but it has huh. I think a new soundtrack. Uh, be- I believe the soundtrack in that version is from the guy who did the soundtrack for Doom sixty four. Um. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Huh. Maybe I should play it on the Nintendo sixty four. Then I mean, I have a Nintendo sixty four.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> but
1: it's got that analog so, stick. Well, the there. thing is,
0: the the oh yeah, yeah, it's it's ra- it made for 3D
1: games. The
0: that, first that, of its kind. That was the thing. This new port of Quake um does allow you to play the Quake 64 version, but I forgot that Quake 64 is basically just Quake. It was it was Quake 2 mm-hmm. that was the one that was the different game that is much better than the original
1: you just love back in the day when like ports And stuff like this were completely inconsistent From yeah. one another like you would get a Can wildly Different experience yeah Like the console architect- architecture Was just so different from one another Back then whereas like nowadays A port is generally going to be the same thing Between different consoles outside of Like performance differences and we'll Get into that later because I have Some things to say about goddamn Sonic The Hedgehog
0: oh no uh- <laughs> As opposed to every other Week
1: I'll just say it now, before looping back around to the Sega Saturn, I knew that that Switch version of the game was not going to run as good as every other console, because of course it wouldn't. I genuinely am surprised how bad it runs, though. I was not expecting it to have as many issues as it apparently does. Like, the, the long load times is insane to me. I would think that, at the very least, being pulled off a cartridge would make it have, like, consistent, good load times.
0: Well... Speaking of performance issues with the Nintendo Switch I have been playing No More Heroes 3 Oh no <laughs> <laughs> Yeah So here's the thing I'm going to get this out of the way One okay. It looks bad It has yeah. a very low resolution Which I thought was legitimately 480p uh, Turns out it is actually 720 um, It's grossest
1: it looking 720 I've ever seen It just seen.
0: looks really terrible Yeah because they're doing some weird anti-aliasing according to Digital Foundry And that's actually what makes it look like that But even so the textures are like legitimately Nintendo 64 level Oh
1: yeah, I watched some of that DF video uh, And the bits where they zoom in on the characters look
0: terrible It's not even the characters I don't think It's the environment that looks way worse Like the yeah, the cutscene with um Fu and Damon at the top And that's an area you see quite a bit the sand area around them It's just like so Blurry it looks like it was like An 8x8 pixel map That was blown up or something it's terrible
1: Well Larry if they made The textures and the resolution So low then I assume <sighs> the game runs Buttery smooth right?
0: Well right? I i feel Like you're going for one answer here but the answer Actually is that in Gameplay parts it's actually alright mm. Um. So the thing is The open world runs like garbage, or at least it does not run good. I won't say it runs like garbage because that's reserved for, like, deadly premonition too, and it's not that bad.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, my sense of this is it's not on the same level as that.
0: No, also... Which,
1: from the footage we saw, though, before it came out, it seemed like it could be.
0: Yeah, it's much better than that was. Okay. So they did improve that. Um, I would say it's, like, in the mid-20s, probably, but also everything out of combat is capped at 30 anyway. Oh, well, cinematic is weird. Game. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but then in the actual combat areas, it's capped at 60, and it gets to 60 more than you would think, is the thing. Like, it does dip, I would say, oh, actually, yeah, it is, like, the mid-40s. That was what I had guessed before I watched the video, and it seems like that is kind of the lowest it gets. I ha- I haven't seen it like really chug or anything. Also, I disagree that it would have been better at capped at thirty because that would have made it feel very sluggish.
1: It does hit yeah, sixty I... like
0: f- fairly often.
1: We we have gotten into this on the podcast before. How you, if I'm remembering this conversation correctly, you can't really tell the difference between resolutions as well as i can and i'm not good at detecting like differences in frame rate
0: no i
1: didn't say that i thought that we had gotten into that before no that like frame rate differences are almost imperceptible to me until it hits like a certain point where it's just like oh this is really starting to chug uh but then like i had tried out the different uh performance modes in ratchet and clank uh ripped apart and just bouncing that between 60 and 30 and now that's uh immediately obvious <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I I was saying that a lower resolution doesn't really bother me. I can tell the difference, but okay. I would rather there, have a higher frame rate.
1: Oh no, no, it was um, it was ray tracing, I think.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it was. that was, was like. Never pretty mind. much imperceptible to me.
1: Oh no, I can I can spot ray tracing fairly easily, but yeah, like uh, resolutions for me to a degree, yeah, I kind of get that because I also thought that when, you know, I saw footage of No More Heroes three running. Did not strike me as being 720p. No. I thought it was much lower than that.
0: But as a result of this, I've been playing it only in handheld mode, even when I'm here at home. Because 480p on... It is 480 on uh, in handheld yeah. mode. It's 720 docked. But it looks identical either way. It and told so, me that
1: was like 360 or yeah. like 240, I would have believed. Yeah. So
0: it, it like the low resolution on the Switch screen looks a whole lot better than... A slightly higher resolution on a 55 inch screen that I'm five feet away from So
1: It's going to be some eco shit where people look at this later and go like Why the fuck does it look like this? And
0: <laughs> so, well yeah, it, that's actually kind of the weirdest thing to me Is that it looks worse than the first two games And specifically the visual style of it they changed Like it doesn't have that sort of flat shading style that the first two had yeah, just uh, a, it looks it, it, it looks like killer is dead like almost exactly which yeah you know, thinking about that also made me think killer is dead is actually backwards compatible with the current Xbox and from what i remember that also had an uncra- uh, un <laughs> had an uncrapped frame rate um because i remember playing it and it was like 60 fps when running between rooms and then as soon as you got into a fight it just went to hell immediately So I'm Mm. interested in playing that and seeing how that runs on an Xbox Series X. It was a PS3 game, otherwise. So, oh yeah, can't can't use that. My uh, my limited edition of the PS3 version will remain sealed for now. (laughs) You want to guess how much that's worth on eBay? Oh Christ, two hundred bucks? No.
1: Three hundred?
0: No. You're going, wrong going to wrong Am I
1: going too
0: my O? Uh, $20. It's higher than that. I think it's like 60 to $80. All right, well, you've got to start messaging
1: thought. people who are selling it and get <laughs> yeah. them to pump the price. and
0: Being like Matthew McConaughey, telling them we got to bump those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers.
1: Uh, oh, God, the market's terrible. It's the worst. So... What you need to do is you gotta find that site Where like they let you buy Fractions of a single Mm. game As like an asset Of a real item that you don't actually own Like sell your portion (laughs) Of this like $30 Playstation 3 game
0: (laughs) God I mean I bought that on clearance It was like $10 I think for that Limited edition so you know uh, it's It's still a good ROI I suppose But
1: Send it over to WADA. Get one of those cool cases for it. Oh, boy.
0: <laughs> First, I thought you said send it to Iwada, and I was like, that's going to be difficult.
1: So, <laughs> I'm starting a new uh, game grading company. It's called Wado. Ooh. Uh, we're going to be very upfront that we are trying to
0: fix this entire market in our favor. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> You'll send me a game, I roll the chance cube, eh? <laughs> Anita killer is dead, eh? Red high price, blue low price. <laughs> hey, it's just 50-50 shot, Watto. Oh, no. Come on, you just flip a coin. Anyway. Oh, God. Um,
1: well, there needs to be a Watto gimmick Twitter account that just keeps trying to push NFTs and shit because that's pff. exactly what Watto would do. Sure, he'd be. He lived it. in today's society.
0: Uh, Okay, so... Horrible visuals aside No More Heroes 3 is pretty fun And I would say that if anybody is listening to this And you enjoyed the previous No More Heroes games And you do not have a bizarre vendetta Against the very concept of the Nintendo Switch uh, Go check it out Because it is just what you're looking for If you're looking for No More Heroes uh, It has that Suda flavor Which has been missing in my life for quite a while uh, all the cutscenes are very funny um, Characters who were previously dead Are now back for uh, No apparent reason um, Maybe some of that was Explained in Travis Star- Strikes again But I don't think so uh, I know one of them I think is explained Bad Girl I believe is resurrected During the course, course of that game Other than that that game <clears> doesn't matter Like none of it has any relevance In the plot here well this is
1: all very interesting Larry But I won't be playing it because I have to play Christmas Nights For my Sega Saturn If you set the clock to the right date You get
0: presents So Um <laughs> That's my thoughts on No More Heroes 3 I like it quite a bit
1: Well Like way I'm more like...
0: than I thought I would actually Um I'm glad you're
1: enjoying it. I still like it. I think even outside of performance issues in my general, like this pleasure of playing anything on the Nintendo Switch specifically. yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. I really,
1: really, really just find like that game to be aesthetically repulsive. I don't like how soupy and gross all the textures look like. Yeah, it it look really, good. really, it, it bugs the hell out of me. The, the style of the previous two games was, was totally fine. I don't know why they didn't just go with that again, and they pushed into this other direction.
0: Oh so. no, either. Also, though, the thing is about the performance. I went back and looked at the first two games, and they were like exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I mean, I, I ran, remember like, the, crap in the open open world and like in combat parts. It was basically yeah. the same range from 40s to 60.
1: But you understand that my perception of the performance was based off of that preview video where it looked substantially worse than what you're describing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, even in that video, though, I had mentioned, like, I skipped ahead to a boss fight and it seemed fine. It was just the open world part that really, it's real bad.
1: But there was also, I don't think, any guarantee just watching that video of how consistent the frame rate was going to be across the entire game. At least not until it came out. But, But seeing how bad it could get. Was not necessarily a good sign Uh, But then like you you still got You know it's anti-aliasing Weirdness and how muddy Everything looked from that Mm -hmm. as well and that again Was also kind of what The strangest
0: strangest part to me is that they brought back The open world stuff because didn't they get rid of that In 2? I thought 2 had more of it No I thought 2 just like had you select it from a menu Like the various jobs and stuff I remember so little of 2 uh, I remember, like, one definitely had with the bike because you, like, turn the Wii Remote sideways and press a button to do the slide. Yeah, the bike sucked. Uh, yeah. It, <laughs> it was well, like guess the worst what, part of that game. Guess what? The bike still sucks. Sometimes you hold oh, the right and press the slide button and it just slides left for some reason. I don't know. Um, cool. What's with cool-looking
1: vehicles and video games being complete ass to control? Because, like, that, the bike looks great, but I hate actually riding in the Is bike.
0: That- I don't like the bike in this one. Oh, I looks like, too the much like the way bike looks. Looks too much like the reverse trike from uh, Death Stranding.
1: I love the reverse trike from Death Stranding. That's I do too, one of the few but... cool v- video game vehicles that actually controls. Well, I'm mostly just thinking of like Arkham Knight at Batmobile. Oh. Looks neat, but also I hate it.
0: <laughs> I suppose so.
1: Turn into a tank, have Batman blow everything up. Very in character.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Batman loves to shoot things. Yeah, it's like it's just Neil Adams Batman in Arkham Knight. You have to just <laughs> think that's what he is. Everyone remembers
1: Batman's fam- famous catchphrase: "More guns, more killing."
0: Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Um, but yeah, no more Heroes Three. Like, sure, you get stuff like that. It it has the various um odd jobs. It has the same um structure as the previous ones, where you're getting money, you're doing these. Well, one thing that changed is. You have to do these preliminary matches Before the boss fight And that's Ooh. just the boss fight You don't have like a level with the regular enemies before them Instead oh. that's kind of put into these Other matches Okay. Uh, which I'm fine with Because the levels were always the worst part But yeah, um, You have a chores like uh, Mowing grass, picking up garbage Basically kind of the things you'd have before it Seems like mowing grass is by far The easiest way to get money um the mining one is not worth time because there are also enemies down there that you'll have to fight in addition to picking up the ore and stuff and
1: so
0: hmm. oh, don't do that, waste of time. Just mow the grass. You do a cool little turn. You hold down a button while turning and uh it makes Travis like do this wave and like the smooth turn. There yeah, seems I to be no reason for the, it.
1: To him just being able to show boat while mowing yeah. the grass is pretty good.
0: Yeah. That's fun. There yeah. are fun things like that in here There are t-shirt aliens Give you t-shirts
1: Do they shoot it out of like one of those t-shirt guns?
0: No They mm. do call you a loser if you haven't met the requirements to get the t-shirt
1: Okay well I'm going back around on the t-shirt aliens then
0: Um, You have segments with Travis talking to his friend I'm not sure if it's supposed to be a podcast or just like them talking it involves them talking about like Takashi Miike movies And saying that Ricky Takeuchi Should be in the MCU <laughs> So <laughs> uh, That's what I'm saying Like All of the stuff in between It's what you're looking for from No More Heroes So yeah. check it out Or wait until it's like $30 Which it probably will be pretty soon
1: Hey well it couldn't be worse than Travis Strikes Again right
0: Oh it absolutely is not The game's garbage
1: yeah. I still think it's really funny that game was uh, what No More Heroes 3 was contingent on supposedly Which couldn't also, have been the case because I can't imagine that actually sold what they needed it to sell
0: Yeah also that it was supposed to be like It was like Suda51's like Dark Tower thing where it would have characters yeah. from all of his other games Except that wasn't in it when I played it when it came out They added that in like a week later after I would already played one level and was like no thank you they and,
1: patched all that stuff in. Yeah,
0: and if I had, trying to give
1: like more of a reason for people to buy it or well, something,
0: like, I don't know why it was because it was just a week later, so it couldn't have been like something they were working That's on so after the yeah. fact. Because yeah, if I had started that game up and saw Dan Smith from Killer Seven in the opening cutscene, then I probably would have played more of it. Remember but, when
1: games used to just be finished and they had Dan Smith in it? Yeah. Now they you have to patch Dan Smith into everything I know, it's terrible Come on Anyway, please if, read my very misogynistic article about all this
0: What if Suda51 said We need more characters from Killer7 But he told one of the people at Grasshopper To put Kevin Smith in the game And they, <laughs> they didn't realize it was the Kevin Smith from Killer7 And so you just start the game up And you get a face full of Kevin Smith crying <laughs>
1: I was gonna say it'd be really disconcerting To just run into weird skinny Kevin Smith
0: Yeah His gigantic fucking gear. shorts He gives you hockey jerseys like the t-shirt aliens
1: <laughs> Calls you a cat For some reason <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Anyway uh, that's well. No More Heroes 3 mm. Now Speaking of long delayed sequels You know what else I've been playing No, what
1: do you complain, Larry?
0: Psychonauts two, baby. Oh
1: shit! All right, I need you to go into my mind and find all the trauma that made me buy a Sega Saturn and just take care of it for me.
0: You can't do that. Uh, That's against the rules.
1: You telling me I gotta live with it?
0: Yeah,
1: Larry, I bought a HDMI converter cable for it for thirty dollars before
0: I started this podcast. Alright well I've changed my mind I'm I'm getting the door I'm gonna slap it on your forehead And make my way in there Uh so Psychonauts 2 Uh Sequel to 2005 Game Psychonauts I believe it's 2005 It was very oh, wow. late Xbox Um But uh from the good folks At Double Fine And specifically Tim Schafer Uh And this game, I don't know if you share this feeling with me, but I was very cautiously optimistic about it. Because any sort of game that's, like, long-delayed like this, you know, could end up pretty bad. Uh, Yeah. Well,
1: I never beat the original Psychonauts. Mm. I I don't think I even got halfway through it. Like, I... Really enjoy the visual style of Psychonauts and the storytelling, but the actual, like, gameplay segments just didn't quite, like, land for me
0: Yeah, so, also I think a lot of the best stuff in that game is, like, pretty late in it Um...
1: Yeah, I didn't even get to the Milkman
0: I still actually have no idea what the Milkman
1: stuff is in reference to Like, I, I know there is a milkman in that game and that it's a segment of the game that has like stuck in people's memory, but I don't know if it's just, oh, it's a really funny segment or it's a really disturbing segment, or I, I no, know nothing funny. about it.
0: It's a, it's a paranoid guy who believes he is the milkman in his mind. Um it's okay. it's sort of like a neighborhood, it's sort of like on, on these sort of floating islands. And he's because he's paranoid, he sees like these G men everywhere. Uh, but the G-men, even though they are sort of like these shadowy figures in trench coats and hats, are just pretending to be like regular people. And they're just like, "I am the road crew. We fix the road. <laughs> I am the road crew." And they just repeat things like that. So that's why you get like, "I am the milkman." Um,
1: All right, that's pretty good.
0: Yeah, it, it, that's and it's sort of like a puzzly segment. There isn't as much platforming in that one. Oh, okay. So. See, that's what
1: I thought that Psychonauts was before I played it, was that it was mostly like a puzzle-based kind of thing. I knew it was like it had 3D movement and everything, but I thought it was more like puzzle platformer as opposed to just kind of like straight-up platformer.
0: Yeah, it's kind of a mix of them. I would say 2 probably has a bit more puzzly things in it. The problem is that it loves to tell you the solution while um. you're trying to do other things. Like, I mean, I should give two
1: a shot because, like, again, you, really enjoying the visual style of that first game looks uh-huh. really, really good in two.
0: It does. And the platforming's far better. So, before this came out, I went and played the first one. Or some of it. Did not get super far in it. Um, that game, like, it has a weird input delay on basically everything to the point where at first I was wondering if it was my controller or something. But no, that's just how the game is um and it's just like that's why the last level of that game is so infamous the meat circus because uh it demands a lot from you in terms of platforming that the game really can't keep up with mm. um like it wasn't really designed for that level of precision uh and the, part of the thing about the game is it gives you a lot of tools to sort of get around the platforming There's like levitation stuff like that It used to sort of handicap your way through it But Meat Circus makes you do a lot of stuff in very specific ways So have you beat Psychonauts 2?
1: Or no. are you still going through it?
0: No, I kind of started putting it off because of specifically No More Heroes 3 Oh, now some, you're never going to get back to it No, I will because it's not going anywhere is the thing well, so originally the idea was I was going to get through No More Heroes 3 so I could send it back to get Deathloop here from Gamefly, but I'm not going to have it done in time, so I'm just going to buy oh, Deathloop. Well, you so, know
1: what wasn't also going anywhere? Deep Space Nine. Yeah. To be fair, Deep Psychonauts, Space Nine Psychonauts 9 2 doesn't though. have Vic Fontaine in <laughs> it. Exactly.
0: Yeah, Vic Fontaine showed up in Psychonauts 2 and then they were <laughs> just like, oh, we got rid of one of these characters, now we're going to introduce another one. And everything is about her now constantly, then I would probably not finish it. Or just imagining you while.
1: starting a level of Psychonauts 2 and you just end up in a very familiar bar. <laughs> oh no. You hear a crooner in the background, you're just like, oh
0: no. But the other thing about Psychonauts 2 is I wouldn't want to spoil the stuff later in it anyway. Yeah. Because a lot of that is about seeing. Various environments and The things in people's heads Uh, The new mechanics are pretty cool Like uh, connecting thoughts Is one of the things you can do um, Mm -hmm. Which will open Areas It also sort of Acts as a traversal mechanic Like you can go between these Thought bubbles While also connecting the various thoughts And they do have like lines for Everything you can possibly connect which is neat Uh, Like connect Um Cilantro to disgust or anything like that, um, but that, I don't know that, how
1: anyone can find
0: cilantro disgusting. I first do, of all. because I got that gene makes it taste oh, like soap right. um, I forgot about that—the weird cilantro gene. Yeah, unfortunate.
1: <laughs> Is that like there? There's also like got to be a gene where people can can't say aluminum right. Probably. Right like that's another one of those things Where just like there's a certain segment Of the population j- that just Cannot My mom's that way
0: she yeah. says,
1: But you also have like the one where Like peppermint Is all fucked up for you too
0: Yeah it burns Yeah that's, well, that's not just, normal That's just an allergy though It's like, okay. just like a mint allergy Ah, that's such a bummer.
1: Peppermint is so good. No, it's not. Cilantro is so good. The two of them together unifying into one delicious taste. What? A tapestry of flavors. It's
0: very crisp. Clears the sinuses. Anyway, uh, part of the issue I have with Psychonauts 2 is another issue that was in the first one, which is, like I said, you have a lot of collectibles in that game. And so sometimes... It will want you to progress And it will just be telling you the same thing Over and over where it's like yeah I understand I'm trying to get these figments I know where I'm yeah. supposed to go I know what I need to do uh, Like when I was playing the first one um, Like in the tutorial area I was trying to collect all of the items Meanwhile I just heard the same voice clip Over and over of Coach Oleander Saying to hurry up Which is not fun Yeah Uh but psychonauts 2 has a lot of really Really cool stuff in it um, As an example There's a You go into someone's mind and in her mind It's a hospital You find out that Well first of all You want to go on a mission to this casino But yeah. she doesn't want to Or she doesn't want to let The younger psychonauts go And so you go into her mind to try to convince her To let them go You find out that she's very Concerned about money And that the psychonauts are all going to run out uh, And so you go into her mind And have her connect the thoughts Of um, Risk with money And so then She's like oh we can go to the casino And then That makes her green light the mission So then you go in but then Like that makes her addicted to gambling
1: oh, And no. so
0: and so you have To go back into her mind and then that's When you get like the actual full level which is the hospital combined with a casino? She's gonna take bets out
1: on Betty White and bankrupt the psychonauts.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like this whole thing reminded me of you, <laughs> because, <laughs> but but it's like this cool mishmash where you have this hospital with like neon lights and stuff. Um, you uh you go place bets on a race, but you have to, to like take one of the racers' places. Um, all of the God, characters I mean... in it are like urine jars with faces. Oh, uh, uh, no. Yeah. yeah. It's like, No. So this is also where you get some baby content, but I would say it's so abstracted that it probably wouldn't bother you.
1: This level is just the worst mishmash of everything related to my own psychosis. My gambling, my hypochondria, my uh-huh. baby phobia. Yeah. Uh, the fact that just thinking about piss Christ makes me want to throw up in my <laughs> mouth a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not playing Psychonauts 2 It's not happening now
0: Okay, I don't care You were never going to anyway I would get to
1: that level and I would probably start screaming at you over Discord about How I need to send Psychonauts back I need to get my money back I need to get it out of my home
0: You were never going to play this anyway I Uh, Eventually, when I get an Xbox So the main thing I would say is that the actual gameplay of Psychonauts 2 Is far better than it was in the original Like the platforming mm. is way tighter um, The abilities are better to use it, it almost feels like control now With the, um, the Telekinesis that you have uh. Uh, blasts, All of that stuff Which those were in the original game But they just feel a whole lot better to use now
1: Put Sam Lake in Psychonauts
0: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, go inside his mind and find Max Payne 4 in there, find out what it was going to be.
1: Oh man,
0: was that a thing they had planned a Max Payne no. 4 and it just never... Okay. I mean, Max Payne 3 wasn't from Sam Lake anyway, so I guess it would well, actually I'd, be like, I'd... find out what the real the Max Payne 3 would have been. I would
1: be very interested in that too, but I was, uh, for a moment, thought maybe there was some sort of thing about how a, like max Payne 4 was planned and never came out there was some information out there about it because that would be extremely interesting
0: no think. i don't think so i, like I wish pain
1: Free a whole lot yeah me yeah, too it's a, it's a good game anyway it's a good thing that rockstar will not be making any more max Payne because they can't figure out how to uh build a multiplayer for it and monetize the hell out of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> I wanna create a character with Max Payne's genotype. <laughs> so let me do it. Let me pick I want one of the Red Dead characters as his father and I want also Max Payne as his father <laughs> and I want to play as their offspring. <laughs>
0: Couldn't you actually do that in GTA Online? Like wasn't yeah, the Sacks like yeah. one of the options?
1: Yeah that's the whole thing I'm referencing Is they had a bunch of like other Rockstar property characters in yeah. there I, well,
0: I I didn't remember if Max and Mona Were actually in it I'd,
1: I'm pretty sure Max wasn't Mona might have been in it But I might also be misremembering I, f- I that. feel like
0: I remember that But I feel like if you had her in it You would also have to have Max Payne in it
1: I don't think that they had Max Payne in it But I might be wrong Okay I fucked around in GTA Online for like a grand total of 30 minutes And then I wanted nothing more to do with it
0: That's more than I played it
1: Yeah I mean, hey, speaking of online games Haven't you also been playing another video game? Uh, Tell me about the USS Cornholio, Larry Davis
0: oh, I haven't actually played a whole lot of that Since okay. our uh, our initial excursion uh, But... Oh.
1: Which is up on our YouTube channel If yes. anyone wants to check out Larry playing some Star Trek online And, and by playing, playing I mean mostly spending 50 minutes in the character creator <laughs> yeah. uh, Making Beavis from Beavis and Butthead yeah. If I needed to specify What <laughs> Beavis is
0: from <laughs> Yeah, well there are all those other Famous Beavises <laughs> um, Yeah uh, Go check that out on the YouTube I also apologize for the audio Ducking being included It was like a last minute thing Uh, George did not want to stream Goldeneye When he found out that I was downloading Star Trek Online And so it was like, hey, you do it I don't want to do anything, you do it And so I
1: I know how to call good video content And versus yet another stream of Goldeneye Or Star Trek Online I knew the winner between those two was going to be Star Trek
0: Right, so the original plan was to make Cosmic Kramer uh, But when messing around with head options uh, I realized (laughs) the true path (laughs) <laughs> was uh to create Beavis, yeah. Um, and I gotta say, results pretty good. Yeah. Um, but yes, I, I've also got the ship the USS Cornholio. If you want to check it out on YouTube, the title is These Are the Voyages of the USS Cornholio. Um, destroy all they...
1: children is the channel easy to what? Easy to up. find. Same as same as the podcast.
0: I believe it's YouTube dot com slash always be destroying. You want the URL? Mm. Yeah. Um. In fact, I'll I'll just place a link in the description here to the yeah. video. But um that game's all right. Yeah. Like I have not played it. I tried it uh I believe 8 years ago. I found out when I logged in. Um and it's a lot better than it was then. I assume actually I don't know that I got past the tutorial back then.
1: I played it back in the day. Uh, Because I think like at the time it was being given Away for free or something I think it was like A free trial or or something like that I don't like uh, MMOs Generally speaking And I fell off of Star Trek Online After a little bit I remember it being a lot more Aimless at the start like once you get out Of the tutorial they just put you in a ship And they let you go out there and just kind of fuck around Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, But from what I was
1: seeing like the stuff That you were linking me after we did the stream It seems like it starts eating you into like A solid mission structure right after the
0: tutorial Oh, like right after that well that was still part of the tutorial it's the thing the tutorial lasts quite a while yeah um,
1: see from what i remember the tutorial is just all based in san francisco you do yeah. the stuff like uh the klingon combat thing that happens uh towards the end of that stream but yeah, you were showing show... me like quirk shows up and it's yes. just like hey help me out like none of that is a part of the star trek online that i remember
0: yeah uh, it, which it sends you into a mission string that Gives you like Quirk and Nog right off the bat And yeah. like alright this is what I'm looking for They know what the people want is the To thing. be fair like I think they had
1: added None of the DS9 stuff when we last
0: Played that game Well That I think is not part of the DS9 content The DS9 stuff I think came out Like 2018 maybe 2019 yeah. Something Because uh, the most recent to... one is something about Klingons I think you were able
1: to visit the station Like for a while before that But they didn't have like missions centered around DS9 or DS9 characters
0: Yes, because I was looking up like How to get to the DS9 stuff (laughs) As fast as possible And there were things like Speedrun
1: Star Trek Online to get to DS9
0: Like this is where you go to get there And like I can see that Like I can just look up on the map and see where it is But I wanted to know about the actual missions And that stuff telling me how to get there Is from before those missions were in there, so I don't know what the level requirements are or anything. Like
1: what that. is the straightest line
0: to Morn? <laughs> yeah, I bet Morn is probably in there anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, that tutorial has you talking to Quark and Nog, Captain Nog, mm-hmm. um, of the USS Chimera. Uh, you uh, end up doing some scans in space. You fight off some Borg. You fight a Borg cube, and it looks bad. And then. Here comes everybody else All the friends from Star Trek show up The USS Defiant is there uh, And also some other ships
1: um, Hey Here's uh, Catherine Janeway She's uh, I don't know why she's talking about all this like Deep Earth conspiracy theory stuff That's a little weird <laughs> you she ever, on... Have you heard about that shit no. by the way? Oh god this is, is a whole Mulker thing I... way into that? Uh, yes and no <laughs> <laughs> the answer is a little complicated there was a documentary that somebody had put out uh about geocentrism and they had hired kate mulgrew to do the entire narration of it and then afterwards she had to put out a statement going like uh okay i was tricked into doing this like i don't remember doing this i do not believe in geocentrism uh i need to talk to my agent Okay. And like a bunch of other people who were interviewed in and who are like actual like scientists and stuff who are definitely qualified to know that geocentrism is a load of crap uh, also came out afterwards going like, yeah, I do not recall doing this at all. I think they probably like strung together a bunch of stuff that was like interviews of me for other things or like they made me get into this interview under false pretenses and then rearranged the footage to fit their narrative.
0: That's so, cool.
1: Now I'm just thinking a lot, though, about Catherine Janeway being into geocentrism as a result of this. It's like Neil Adams, <laughs> yeah, uh, just showing up, be like the theory of relativity is wrong, <laughs> popping out of a wormhole, yeah, screaming about it. Would Janeway be in this? Probably. Janeway's uh, going to be in that new Star Trek Nickelodeon series, apparently.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I think it's just like a hologram, though. I think I she's like she a training
0: was... hologram. Yeah, I thought something happened to her at the end of that series. Maybe not. Oh, no, no, she's fine.
1: Well, oh. a version of her is decidedly not fine. Okay. Uh, the end of that series is uh, future. Janeway goes into the past and tries to move up the timetable for returning home because I guess something bad happens otherwise. Uh, but she has to sacrifice herself to the Borg in order for like the main timeline Voyager crew to. Accomplish their mission. Yeah, eh, whatever. It like don't just, matter.
0: They just sent Neelix. <laughs> Neelix is off the place.
1: Neelix is off the show by that point. I think they get rid what? of him like a few episodes before the finale. Yeah. Wow. He's like an ambassador that to that quadrant. I, I think they were like, yeah, we we can't have you walking around on Earth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we need to get you the fuck out of here, man. is a pox, a blight upon the surface of our planet
1: Frankly, we've taken you way too close to Federation space as it is Uh, Uh,
0: But yet, the the game, I think, from what I read, takes place like 30 years after DS9 Which I think is like pretty much... That's concurrent with Voyager because you'd have the Maquis, so
1: Yeah
0: Okay, I I guess you would probably still be around Probably an admiral by this point, I would guess I got asked by someone uh, on Twitter not even
1: responding to any of like the actual content related to star trek that we put out i just posted that picture again of like homer saying i love solids and comparing it to odo yeah uh but just some random dude showing up asking me like for recommendations about books for deep space nine that are considered canon and specifically focus on like what's everyone on the station up to nowadays uh and i was like man i don't fucking know i don't read
0: books (laughs) Yeah. Well, I definitely don't read Star Trek books. Asking the wrong person for that one. Yeah.
1: I directed him to the Deep Space Nine content of Star Trek Online, so I did my part. Okay. As far as I know, everything in the in Star Trek Online is canon.
0: So. I think so. Yeah. Um very similar to uh the Matrix Online. Yeah. That's all canon. <laughs> I need to go
1: back and watch the giant bomb video of <laughs> the Matrix Online going offline.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those shirtless those guys dancing on the roof—that really happened. That happened, cannon.
1: Yep. yep. <laughs> they'll reference <laughs> it in the new Matrix movie, I'm sure.
0: Uh, well, they'll have to. Oh,
1: uh, what wasn't there like a Matrix game where it didn't really have an ending? Yes. It just like cut to the Lebowski's going like, "Huh, how about that?" The anyway, Lebowski's? thanks for playing my video game.
0: <laughs> yeah. <that's>, it... <laughs> <laughs> Which of the Wachowski sisters is the big Wachowski? I don't know their first names I don't
1: remember their first names
0: Uh, Lana and Lily I believe I Um, don't know which one is which, that doesn't help me (laughs) Alright, well uh, Yes, uh, the Path of Neo game um, Ends with Them being like, yeah we didn't really know What to do here for uh, the boss fight So, (laughs) like it's the end of the game So you have to have a boss fight So we're just giving you this giant Agent Smith to fight Have fun Oh god which is pretty good Yeah It's better than just doing it as
1: DLC Like oh we finally cracked the ending to this game to Download yeah. it Wow yeah.
0: uh, But yes um, Star Trek Online Seems pretty alright uh, yeah. A fun thing about it is that It lets you customize your crew Member So I thought you had to like maybe buy uh, bridge officers that are customizable, but it just lets you customize anybody you get, even the named characters like from the tutorial, because mm-hmm. I guess they probably never say anything else. Um, but when you get them, you are allowed. It only tells you you can change their outfit once, but when you customize them, you can do you can do whatever you want to them. and uh, you, you, you can really get in there. You can move master. the sliders around.
1: Can I make them look like a
0: Klingon? You can make them look like a Klingon uh, okay. actually, actually you probably can't Because the main thing is that wow. you can't change their gender or their race But anything else you can do So you can still make them like, look like real freaks It's just that they would be a freakish looking Vulcan Whatever So whenever I get somebody that's like uh, Appropriate yeah. I like, got I've got like a Saurian guy, but I can't make him into a butthead. Like I need like a at least like a Vulcan or something more humanoid.
1: Just imagining you on the bridge just staring at somebody and muttering, Oh, your cranial structure is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I turned you into a
0: butthead. <laughs> Excuse me, sir? Nothing. 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 Um I need to see you in my quarters. <laughs> But yeah, my, my plan is to have science officer Daria, uh, security officer Budhead, and engineering officer Mr. Anderson mm. Sir, sensors indicate you two have been whacking in my tool shed <laughs> again
1: <laughs> This So since we've once again started going down uh, into Star Trek shit, uh, yeah. real quick want to mention I've occasionally been bouncing over and watching episodes of the original series Because it's really good at making oh, me sleepy boy. If if I need to fall asleep Starting an episode of the original series is a great way to do it Did uh, you
0: know, by the way Amazon uh, recently had a box set on sale For like $60 That was the whole original series and all of the movies mm, And I did I not, not link not it to you that. Yeah, <laughs> see, I did not link it to you Because I knew you probably would not want the original series no. But at this point, you might as well
1: if that were TNG, I would definitely do it.
0: Yeah. Well it wasn't. Yeah. So why I
1: mean I, I have to watch all that shit anyway, so yeah. Uh no, the like the fourth episode of the original series is a fucking goddamn transporter accident. As cool. the entire premise, it's uh the one where you get Shatner going, Give me the brandy, and then like wandering around
0: the ship boozing it up. Oh, that's just that's just real. Yeah, that no, they just Shaker reused a lot doing. of
1: yeah, they just reused a lot of footage that they already had. He gets real uh, uh rapey. Oh
0: uh, yeah. He's Captain <laughs> so, Kirk. So,
1: so you know. Um no, that the the premise of that episode is they beam Kirk back up, but I guess there's some sort of like ionization and a second Kirk ends up getting beamed up, but it's like Nega Kirk. It's the opposite oh, no. of Kirk in every way. So he's just this like Slobbering drunkard Who is just like (laughs)
0: rampaging Around the ship That sounds pretty good
1: It's great it's actually like I think the first Episode of the original series I thought was Alright So I recommend you watch at least the first 20 minutes of that which is all I saw before I Passed
0: the fuck out Well okay so something about Star Trek Online Is there was a Humble Bundle a while back uh, That uh include it was like RPG books or something. But one mm-hmm. of the bonuses was include a code for Star Trek Online that would give you the DS9 uniforms. Uh and so friend of the show Max uh had gotten that bundle and gave me that code for it. Um or actually no it was a friend of his that got the bundle, he got that code from it for me.
1: And this moved through a lot of hands.
0: Yeah yeah. Uh, but anyway, it got
1: to where it needed to be, and that's well, the most important thing.
0: Apparently not, because that code doesn't work. Um well, shit. It's it's like way shorter than it's supposed to be. Uh, but it doesn't really matter because I have the uh TNG movie uniforms, which are basically the same thing as later D S nine ones yeah, anyway.
1: They just, they just fit weird.
0: But yeah, but I just I would have liked the original DS nine uniforms instead, but eh,
1: what are you gotta do? Just try to put like Michael Dorn in a suit that's Sized for a person like me <laughs> it Comes up to his Kneecaps and his elbows It's really tight around the torso Uh
0: huh.
1: It's bulging out of it Now I, I kind of wanted to bring up That uh episode of TOS By the way because it is very similar To when Riker ends up getting a double Of himself created by a transporter accident yep. uh, Who later has Sick fake uh, Side sides burns. To his beard Yeah, yeah. Kills Still. them off dramatically Still one of the all-time greatest moments in all of the Star Trek canon Is him pulling that fake hair off of his face yeah,
0: with the, the camera swivel around dramatically Hell yes,
1: yeah, it's great I rewatched that episode for our countdown thing I knew it wasn't going to make it in it, but I just needed to see it again
0: Oh, I did find that in Star Trek Online at level 30 You can get the Defiant uh, with your uh, level 30 starship requisition so That's all it takes I'm at least going to get to level 30 I guess Yeah Then maybe quit forever Put Worf in the
1: airlock so he's not Shouting like Klingon operas in the middle of the night <laughs> Yeah
0: <laughs> uh, I wonder if I, can get a, get, if I can get a Trill And just make a Jadzia Dax And then oh, probably. Like, Never think about Ezri Dax Ever again
1: Never play any more of the game. You just stare at it.
0: Come just on, rotate be weird. this
1: Dax around. Time for Retro Corner. Retro Corner. Uh, making good on my promise for us to figure out Kingdom Hearts 2. Here we go. Uh, Larry, explain Kingdom Hearts 2. No.
0: <laughs> what is Kingdom Hearts 2? Kingdom Hearts 2. Starts with Roxas in Traverse Town That's he's, right He's running around He has to do the battle The struggle Yeah Uh he has to hit a ball The Seifer's there Yeah um, uh, V Vee-Vee is there Yeah, yeah Dog, great Dog Street is there <laughs> <laughs> what, What's that kid's name? Chunk? What'd they name <laughs> <laughs> Chunk? He's just, he's got the jersey, he's got a Kevin Smith's jersey that says Dog Street
1: Fatso, I think is the name <laughs> of that character
0: <laughs> That's a ghost in Casper, please uh, uh, Yeah, Stinky is here too uh, <laughs> Roly-poly
1: he is called We've got a thin Alec Baldwin in this game, it's real weird Uh Man, ideas as, in this game, can I just say, as a kid, uh, seeing Dan Aykroyd run out of the Casper house, yeah. was was one of the all time best moments in like childhood cinema. I agree, it's fantastic. That's how you do a fun little reference to something. Now everything, now that would be like, oh, this ties into the Ghostbusters universe. Yeah, they're exactly. going to do a Casper crossover movie. It's world building and. Anyway, yes, uh, this all you opens in play... Traverse Town.
0: We... All right. You... Yes. There should be a future Retro Corner on the Casper PS1 game. Because <laughs> I played a lot of that. I want you to play it.
1: All right. That could be a stream. I'll play the Casper game on stream sometime. How about yeah, that?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah.
1: I, I could run it through the duck. And then we could have oh. the highest quality footage of the Casper PS1
0: game on the internet. That game is all sprites, so... But those sprites could be in 4k That's right It'll be way upscaled
1: (laughs) Far higher than any human being Should have ever viewed that video game Yeah Uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 starts in Traverse Town So like I said the premise of this Is I wanted to figure out the plot of Kingdom Hearts 2 From memory because it's been longer since you have Played the game it's only been like a couple years For me and I don't think I could tell you what The fuck even happens in Kingdom Hearts 2 Uh, So we're going to try To figure this out together Traverse Town, I remember, is a world that exists in the mind of Sora Whose memories are being repaired after the events of Chain of Memories A game that no self-respecting human being has ever played Yeah, it's terrible
0: Well, Well, actually, the, the thing is, like, the original Chain of Memories is much better than the PS2 one
1: I did not play the PS2 one I have that on that disc, and I was tempted to do it But, like, I hate Chain of Memories so much at least in the Game bothering, Boy bothering one, with the though, remake like, just didn't even
0: seem worth it In the Game Boy 1 at least it's 2D Which makes it a lot easier to deal with Because you don't have the garbage camera and like 3D movement And everything that's yeah, really bad Yeah that's true
1: yeah. But uh, th- th- this is all Roxas and, and Fatso and, and Stinky and all these characters They don't have
0: Stretch Stretch is another one
1: a recording was hijacked We were knocked offline by people who don't want us to Figure out, unravel the mysteries of Kingdom Hearts 2 Larry <laughs> Okay Deep Deep space actors can't handle Me trying to figure out how Sora's Best friend, Ramses, ends up In Traverse Town, which is a dream Within Sora's mind uh, To help him Yeah, the guy with like the uh, He's got like the white hair and he also turns into Like, uh, Adams
0: The, uh What? This isn't real, this didn't happen <laughs> What are you talking about? Oh, it's Riku Yes, oh, Riku okay. Yeah, no, I'm sorry <laughs> I don't fucking know <laughs> I,
1: only, I only played all these games What the fuck do you expect from me?
0: Demanding gods, demanding gods King Riku <laughs> No, uh Goofy G- r- r- going, to return <laughs> the slab Or suffer my curse <laughs> <laughs> <Then>
1: he... <laughs> Riku shows back up, but he's in like one of those like organization trench coat things. So you're oh, like, yeah. "Ooh, this is mysterious." Uh-huh. And like, I can't remember if it's like it happens now or later. But he looks like the bad guy from the first Kingdom Hearts.
0: Yeah, Ansem
1: But why? I don't remember why he looks huh? like handsome.
0: Uh, handsome. I don't remember either.
1: So yeah, Riku is showing up in the dream. Uh, we all live in a dream.
0: We all live inside a dream. <laughs> That's
1: right. I mean, you remember like Donald and Goofy and all the characters standing around inside the police station, and then Sora mm. is like superimposed over them, and of course says we live in a dream. Um, no, but he like appears as Ansem, and I. This is part of the. Like I want to figure out why Because I do not know why he appears as Ansem This I makes no make sense to
0: me I think it was supposed to be dis- Like that was supposed to be disguised To get into organization 13 or something But like wouldn't they know that Ansem is dead Like that what? would be I would be
1: more questioning of why This dead dude has showed back up Uh
0: Good answer uh... <laughs> Clapping Good answer good answer <laughs> You did it, you cracked the code,
1: you figured out all key parts.
0: Uh Ding. <laughs> Number one answer on the board. The
1: question is just explain ansom? Yeah. <laughs> well, we gotta figure out the answer to the answer question. The Ansem answer uh, answer.
0: of <laughs> Answer.
1: So I don't. I don't remember why he's in the dream. I think he's just kind of doing like a progress check. Like he's just sort of figuring out like how far along Sora is or something like that. No, but anyway, no. like it's fine. Uh, Roxas and uh, Fatty and Stinko they get what inside. Okay,
0: wait. So, so wasn't it that the the other guy, the Christopher Lee one, is the one doing this? And maybe he just. Oh God, I forgot about the second Ansem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck true Ansem right or yeah, is that, true...
1: no okay so there's there's two different oh god it's starting to come back to me <laughs> it's a good thing that we did this there's Xehanort right yeah, we, of we course. gotta go all we gotta go all the way back to this oh, motherfucker I gotta walk, Xehanort through this. who's at first voiced by Rudger Howard no and that's th- later who voiced him first uh, it's a long line, of succession of like actors dying. Wasn't Leonard
0: Nimoy him. first? No,
1: no, no, no. It was it was Rucker Howard. Then it was Leonard Nimoy, and oh. now it's um, now it's Christopher Lloyd. Which means Christopher Lloyd is not long for this world. He is the next yeah. to go. Uh, which I mean, just looking at him, like yeah, probably. Uh, but it, like Xehanort has like a bunch of like cohorts, and they're studying the darkness. And the band. It obviously. was
0: Leonard Nimoy
1: first, by the Leonard way. Leonard Nimoy first. Okay. I told you. Well, look, I can't keep any of this shit straight. It's it's all as Cisco would say, non-linear. Uh, she sure. was talking yeah. about Kingdom Hearts the entire time. <laughs> That's why he like looked so happy and dreamlike when he was visiting Cassidy Yates at the end of the series. He just saw Goofy come back to life after getting hit in the head with a rock. <laughs>
0: You know who voices Anort, uh, in Japanese, by the way. Oh, who? Akio Otsuka. Oh, I bet that's
1: pretty good. Yeah, but no, he has like uh, these other scientists are studying the darkness, and one of them it's, is Ansem, and I can't remember if like Ansem well, gets there, on his okay, bad side or so something like, like that. There
0: was Ansem the Wise, right? That's Christopher Lee. he's he, he's the good one.
1: That's Ansem Prime. I think that's the original Ansem, and like original Ansem, the other one is actually bad... a heartless. I think. Yeah. So, like original Ansem, I think he did some bad stuff, but he's still a good dude. Like, yeah, there's so... some of that in this because I think that he gets to the point where he's very Garrick-like, where he's just like, "You should just like kill this person." What's wrong with you?
0: But isn't so Ansem the Wise then would be um, a nobody? Sure. Well, if the other Ansem is as heartless.
1: Yeah, then that would make him his nobody. Yeah, so sure. I think that the original Ansem the Wise probably doesn't exist anymore. There's a nobody, and then there's the Heartless, and the Heartless is the Bad Ansem from uh, the first game. And for whatever reason, these two fuckers don't look anything alike.
0: Yeah. Oh, right. This one was called Diz. I forgot.
1: I get it. That Uh... makes sense. Okay, sure. <laughs> anyway, Ansem slash Diz or whatever he's calling himself now and uh, Nomine are like healing Sora's mind. Sora comes out oh, of the weird nomine. chamber. He's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm fine," but whoops, I'm like level one again.
0: Yep, I got metroided.
1: Yeah, he gets metroided all the time in these games. I like how the end of every single game is just setting up like, oh. Sora got in a fucking fucking car crash <laughs> and so like the next
0: game. He got Gary Buseed. No, he's not going to remember.
1: <laughs> Sora talking about starring in the Buddy Holly movie? Yeah. Oh
0: god. So Sora's Sora ta- back. Sora talking about Sailcat Fondue.
1: Yeah. Uh, Sora's back. He's got a new Roadkill cookbook out. Uh and he's palin' around with Donald and Goofy again, and they gotta go on another uh, wacky adventure to uh, gain All of his levels and spells and shit Back um, I can't remember like what the main thrust Of the game is for Sora Because like in, in Kingdom Hearts 3 It is literally just I need to get Strong again I'm going on a training mission And then it like turns into a whole thing By the end of the game He's trying like, to I...
0: save uh... Kyrie.
1: That's the first game
0: Kairi's he's trying to save Riku.
1: Fine in the second game.
0: He's trying to close Kingdom he's... Hearts. <laughs> he's trying to Maybe? uh, uh... <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 2 is a bad game. What's Sora trying to do in Kingdom Hearts he's 2? He's trying to find Eddie Murphy in the Mulan world.
1: Oh, right. The Mulan world sucks. Yeah, it does. It's not a good world. Uh, well, most of the worlds in 2 are not good Okay, so there's no so reason we'll for us to again. There's no reason for us to recap all the worlds But can we remember what all the worlds are?
0: Alright, Lion King, really yes. bad Uh
1: There is, of course, the Hercules world Which shows up in all the games Well, sure uh, Really bad
0: in this one uh, Little Mermaid, also very bad
1: Yep, uh-huh I love uh,
0: water level Tron,
1: terrible Graphics on a level look like butts
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um hmm.
1: The light cycle bit in in this game is actually pretty terrible. Yeah, it is. So, you're just
0: like swinging your keyblade
1: around on the sides and stuff. Yeah, and bad. and I like all my sarcasm about Tron's visual aesthetics not aging well aside, the Tron level actually kind of just sucks. Yeah, it does. So, uh there's of course Hollow Hollow Bastion, but it's like named something else in this. I think it's like Radiant Guardian Great Radiant Silver Gun, I think is what they call it in this one.
0: Sure. Sure.
1: Why not? Um I think that's where you have like the battle of like the, the thousand heartless or whatever it is, where they like that I think was a big thing for them at the time was like look at how many enemies we can put on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Even though they that's... do the thing where it's like a lot of them are just like simple sprites with like two animations in right. the
0: background. Yeah, it's like the Agent Smith fight Yeah Um, (laughs) Wachowski's interrupt Kingdom Hearts 2 Yeah, like we didn't know what to do So we put Sephiroth in here
1: Yeah, here's a big Ansem, I don't know Uh, But that is also where you fight uh, Sephiroth, which is just actually Like a story boss now And he is still a pain in the ass Like he is still really tough As this game's version of Matador Basically, like the difficulty ramps up Unexpectedly during that
0: Um, Aladdin? No, that was the first one it, uh, Or was it in two also? Um, it might have been in two It was definitely in one Because I remember that being the case Like with a lot of levels in one Where you just like yeah. run back and forth Hoping for an event to trigger Yes, I know that Tarzan oh. is not in two. Oh, uh Yeah Uh Nightmare Before Christmas Oh it, right it. the
1: Nightmare Before Christmas level comes back Yeah Um. Oh gosh what else Oh the the Toontown world which is actually like I think Maybe the best one where you're going through like different Eras of Mickey cartoons Oh yeah yeah that one was alright Sure yeah like gameplay wise oh, uh... it, it wasn't great but like I, I Kind of liked what they were going for of just Oh it's very Mickey Mania-esque in that like hey Here's a different era of mickey mouse
0: but uh, the uh, two was the first one with pirates of the caribbean oh that's right oh that world sucks and is
1: terrible but it's also great because you get like knockoff johnny depp voice in
0: it also well the thing was at the time when that came out it was like Look at these like Near photorealistic Like pirate characters Next <laughs> yeah. to Goofy and Pete Which was very funny
1: I mean that stuff Is still funny in 3 too yeah, yeah. Because they They look even closer Yeah But the, the stuff in 3 Actually I think was fine Because you get a lot of Just kind of sailing around And, and exploring the islands And stuff And I thought that was Kind of a, a fun little Diversion
0: yeah. In that game It, it was one of the few worlds That did something different Yeah
1: Not so In Kingdom Hearts 2 It's just more of the same Crap Yeah So, whatever. Uh, God, there was another. Wasn't there like a second Toontown world, but it was just like all MIDI game stuff.
0: There's like a go kart thing in there, and like uh... that. That's um. It's in Birth by Sleep, I think, isn't it? Oh, it might
1: be. Yeah, I might be getting them confused. Uh, There
0: there were oh um, Winnie the Pooh. That had the minigames. Uh,
1: ah.
0: Yeah. Gotta fuck around that that book if you
1: want everything. If you want to do 100% completion like I did.
0: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I did not. Alright, pull open the list. What levels are we missing? Alright. I'll say something while I'm looking this up. Uh,
1: I think that... Uh, the key blade is a very ineffectual weapon. Like, there's no sharp part of the key blade, really, so you can't actually like call it a blade. And I think they should just give Sora a gun because that would key solve the key and the
0: blade. N- but actually, not really.
1: Not really. He
0: never actually even sticks it in anything
1: to use it as a key. He just shoots like no. a beam of light out of it, and that like locks and unlocks stuff.
0: Keys don't do that. Worlds and characters. Okay. Twilight Town Alright, well, we call it the
1: Traverse yeah, Town Yeah, I but guess Travers Town's the... like the
0: hub in the first one but... Yeah Um, Destiny Islands, that doesn't count um, No Hollow Bastion slash Radiant Garden, you got that Okay Uh, Olympus Coliseum Underworld, no. sure Land of Dragons is apparently what they just call China it's Strange <laughs> um, <laughs> Not sure about that Uh, Beast Castle we did not mention. Oh, cuz in right. the first in the first game it's just like part that of was, Hollow Bastion, right? Yeah,
1: that was well, yeah, no, like it wasn't the same world. Beast just kind of ended up in Hollow Bastion because that's oh. where they took a bell, but it still acted as like, hey, here's your beauty and the beast. Yeah, content. yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah, I I remember now you actually you go into the castle yeah, in a the second. In There's there. the ballroom part and uh, yeah. uh Hundred Acre Wood. Uh, yep. Disney castle. That doesn't count. That's well
1: that's the that's the Toontown area. No. I think that's what they
0: refer to it. Timeless River is the Toontown area.
1: Okay, then yeah, whatever. It's the same thing. You get to the Timeless River from the Disney Castle.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh Atlantica. Mm-hmm. Uh Port Royal. Mm-hmm. Agrabah is in two. Okay. Halloween Town and Christmas Town. Okay. Pride lands. Yeah. Space Paranoids. Uh, that's Tron. That's Tron, okay. That's Tron. <laughs> uh the world that never was. Oh god, looking at the... Yeah, that's where you get Zemnus and Zigbar and Zaldan and Vexen and Lexeus and oh, Zexian and Sykes and Axel and Demix and Luxord and Marluxia and Larsium <laughs> and Roxas.
1: Are you okay?
0: No. I could Um, really
1: go for a Zig bar right now
0: (laughs) One of my favorite bits in Preacher Was then hell all the vending machines just have Zig bars in them Um, It's a candy bar that's all nougat What the hell Uh, Keyblade Graveyard That's where Lingering Will is That's why you call Will Smith now Like like he doesn't try in any of his movies He's just lingering Get out of here Will uh, Castle Oblivion, uh, one of my sure. favorite Frank Zappa songs. Um, <laughs> Dark Meridian, I don't know.
1: These are all starting to get into like the end game areas, yeah. which, like, I'm specifically thinking about, like, what are the Disney theme yeah, that's locations uh, o- okay. other
0: Chicken Little, Peter Pan, Tinkerbell, Moogles,
1: oh, Chicken Little, uh-huh. the first and, summon you get, you are terrible. <laughs> But, yeah, so that, I think, satisfies uh, us trying to, like, go over the individual, like, Disney-themed worlds. Because, like, really, not a lot of the actual, like, plot-based stuff happens, except for, like, some of it in the middle, and then, like, a lot of it at the very end of the game. Yeah. What is Zinmas' plan, Larry? I think that's the next thing for us to figure out. What does oh, Zinmas want to do? on. Um...
0: So Other the, Zimnus... than getting that dumbass
1: outfit that is like white with a bunch of weird like black accents on it,
0: so Simness would be Ansem's nobody, because it's an, it's an anagram of Ansem but with an X, right? Wait,
1: hold on. So, but I thought that Ansem's nobody was Ansem slash Diz, but then his Heartless was Ansem, but so then like does can a Heartless also make a nobody?
0: Is I that what Zimnus so. is? I don't think so. You can't
1: have two nobodies.
0: It, or, no, okay, wait. Zimnus. Zimnus is the Hurtless of Xehanort? Or would he be. Well, no, because
1: everybody's got a little bit of Xehanort in them. Is the <laughs> For <thing>. sure.
0: <laughs> got a little Xehanort in me. I'm going to put a little Xehanort in you. <laughs> Or is it okay, so Xehanort had absorbed he had norted uh the tall guy, right? Like that's lingering will. He nords everybody all the time. <laughs> that's
1: the fucked up thing about this. Like I don't nor- it's it's more productive to say who has not been norted than to try to figure out who has been. Well, Sora never got norted. No, Sora also gets well. No, I think it's even. like I think it gets like kind of Norded because there is that like evil Sora that shows up in birth by sleep. But that's also a weird thing because like evil Sora shows up in the past.
0: Aqua never got norted, right? She just like got sent to that. She got she was she sent got... to the beach from Death Stranding. <laughs> they
1: they yeah, they sent her to hell. And while she was there, she kind of became evil for, like, a little bit, but then, like, they pulled her out of it, so it was, like, fine. I think she has, like, a Heartless in there. Because, like, there's an evil version of her that she's kind of, like, fighting against in the, like, uh, uh, Birth by Sleep Kingdom Hearts 3 prologue two point eight version 5 thing. Yeah, there's there's an evil version of Aqua, but we're getting way too far away from Kingdom Hearts 2, which is what we're trying to figure but out. To
0: to understand too you have to know <laughs> everything else, which is why it's so terrible.
1: Yes. I don't remember how Zenbus comes into existence. I don't know.
0: I guess I, I thought that he was the heartless of Xehanort
1: I think that, like, maybe yes, but also no. I think that's one of those things where this made sense probably at the time because you could say something like that, but then later on it became so convoluted that it's a weird thing where it's like, yeah, somehow one character has, like, two different heartlesses. Actually, I think... Oh my god! I think that is what it is. Okay. I think it's that because Xehanort is in so many fucking bodies that like it is another version of him because he can like split it off so many times i think it's that the dude the lingering will right okay so that guy yeah, got sure. norted, and so i think it's that lingering dude. williams yes i think it's lingering williams nobody because okay. all of all of sure. the of uh, all of the organization members are nobodies so he's not a heart oh right
0: yeah okay
1: Okay, I think we finally close like cracked though. that one Yeah, I'm just a. would like to imagine that this is like the episode Where we talked about uh, the episode One Podracer and someone left an angry review That like this manages to trigger Some sort of like search engine optimization And someone who's very familiar With Kingdom Hearts listens to this And it just completely breaks them as a human being like It's someone already just, broken me Someone just screaming Because they know exactly
0: what Zenmus is i still just i don't know what the plot of two is yeah we're talking about like the end of the game and i still don't know (laughs) so because yeah that's the thing like you said there's no plot until like halfway through
1: yeah and then and even and even then you just get like a well even then you just get like a taste i think like a lot of that stuff was not in the original game because there's the the whole like five minute long staircase sequence yes that's new yeah, and that leads down into, like, the organization complex, and they have a conversation down there that fills in, like, a bunch of plot details that aren't in the original game. Right. So, like, initially you just have that, like, uh, thousand guys.
0: Heartless... Yeah, the one guy shows yeah. up. The one with the guitar, the guitar. yeah. Who becomes, like
1: a, who becomes like a good guy later But like you you totally kill him And then he's just like alive in the third game It's very No More Heroes 3 <laughs> Yeah
0: kind of I'm Not nearly as cool The guitar guy is starting up a
1: podcast About ta- Takahishi Mickey
0: Wait who? Takahishi ta- 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 Mickey Mouse?
1: <laughs> That's right This Mickey Mouse motherfucker Who made Visitor Q <laughs>
0: They do specifically mention Visitor Q, by the way.
1: Ooh, Larry. What? Visitor M. (gasps) There's your podcast name. (laughs) Coming up with a title at the, like, hour and 30-minute mark.
0: Uh
1: Uh-huh. yeah, I don't I don't remember why all the characters are there at the end of the game. I don't recall why everyone goes to that location, why they all congregate there, and what like the main thrust of the plot is for Sora, for Xemnas and the organization. I think it's like the the typical thing that they do in all the games where they need like they want to open up Kingdom Hearts, right? Yeah, of course because like uh, something is inside kingdom hearts that would be very beneficial to them but bad for everyone else and it's very nebulous what this is i think it's that like there's a debate between whether kingdom hearts is full of darkness which i guess that would be bad if that got out uh or it's full of light and that would also be bad but I don't like know. I thought they proved it in the previous game because at the end of the first game they open it up and that's what kills Ansem. But anyway, they're they're doing this shit again where they want to open Kingdom Hearts, and they need like uh 13 pieces of darkness and like seven pieces of light or something like that. And I don't know how that manifests in this fucking video game. I just remember the final boss fight,
0: <sighs> where
1: like it's it's Riku and Sora and they're fighting Zemus.
0: Yeah, he's got the light. He's got like the lightsaber hands. Yeah, he
1: well. I think a lot of characters have lightsaber hands. Because you also got like uh Axel. Yeah. Fire guy.
0: He's got those um like uh chakrams. Yeah, God, we didn't even
1: talk about Axel and his whole fucking deal.
0: <laughs>
1: Axel puts a bananas in Mrs. Tailpipe. <laughs> saves the day. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for Kingdom Hearts four. I am really excited for the Axel Foley summon.
0: They went. They went to the Mulan world looking for Eddie Murphy, and he was right there all along.
1: (laughs) Once Disney owns everything, Kingdom Hearts will be the ultimate crossover in video games. Finally,
0: still looking forward to Kingdom Hearts four with King of the Hill. Yes. Yes.
1: I don't know how to piece together the end of Kingdom Hearts 2, because like, I actually don't know where to start to unravel the it, thing because is, I d- literally can't remember how you get
0: there. Also, when I was replaying these before 3 came out, I did not finish 2. I got to the part where it was like, alright, now you have to do all the worlds again, I was like, nope, and I, well, I did think, not finish it. I
1: think I remember, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure we had this conversation when I was playing it, where like maybe uh two-thirds into the game i was like yeah so far all this is like making total sense to me and you're like yeah wait until you get to the end yeah that's where everything gets completely bonkers because like part of me wanting to play two was hearing that this game was absolutely insane like kingdom hearts one it has a lot of weird shit in it but like it's no, still one is it's still straightforward readable. yeah I mean, it's still weird in in kind of a hokey anime sense of, like, characters pontificating about the darkness as, like, a nebulous thing. It's just a
0: whole lot of them saying, hearts, darkness, hearts, kingdom hearts, darkness, like, over and over. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But, like, you can still follow along with it. Yeah. Like, it it, it makes sense. You can read it as an audience. Then you get to two, immediately you're like, who's Roxas? (laughs) Who's Fatso? (laughs) Why is Riku here? Why does he look like the bad guy from the first game? Is he inhabiting that dude's body? Is he possessed? It all goes immediately off the rails. It sets up a bunch of, like, interesting mysteries at the start of it. Then, like, the entire middle of the game does not address any of that shit at all. And when you get to the end of it, the answers that they do give you make no goddamn sense. Partly because you're already, like, 30 hours away from that content, so you barely remember any of it. And partly because... It's so long. Yeah, And, and, and then partly because it in no way is satisfying when they actually start to explain some of what's going on. Because they're still dropping, like, for every mystery that they solve, there's, like, five more that pop up. Mickey shows up at one point and just says... Are you all talking about the darkness? And he's like wearing a little black.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, do they ever explain why he's wearing an organization thirteen u- uniform? Like,
1: um. Yeah, this is one of the few bits I actually do remember. Is something about he those uniforms? Undercover. No, something about those uniforms is like a sort of magical barrier. It it uh, allows you to. Up. It allows you to, I think, safely traverse the
0: dark. That is definitely something. Okay, well. Other characters have done it without wearing those. But that's definitely a thing where Tetsuya Nomura was just like, Hey, look how cool Mickey looks in this outfit. <laughs> <laughs> and then they came up with a justification for it later. Sure, uh, I mean, that would
1: also be a fun discussion, is trying to figure out the practicality behind half this stuff even existing in the way that it does. Like, trying to get into Tetsuri Nomura's head and, and figure out
0: why. I mean, they also, like... Mickey match to find or make one of those uniforms Which is not only short enough for him to fit in But also has space for his ears
1: Yeah, it's kind of cute I like that Yeah, It's adorable
0: <laughs> The thing is though, Kingdom Hearts 2 has nothing as good as the bit in Kingdom Hearts 3 with Woody No,
1: it doesn't I mean, the, the Mickey showing up and, and just being like Hey, I heard you guys were talking about the, dark, the darkness thing is is.
0: Well, Pretty good, but but Woody just Goofy's being like, death. I feel
1: sorry for you because no one loves you and you will never have friends. <laughs> yeah.
0: Is <laughs> fantastic. It's the unparalleled savagery from Woody and then also him just being left to rot in this alternate dimension. <laughs>
1: That's the most fucked up part about it, is there's no real resolution to that either. They just like all the all the Toy Story characters are abandoned in a pocket dimension, and we are never going back. Nope. <laughs> They're just gone forever. God, anyway, Kingdom Hearts supposedly is a complete series now Except no, it's not Nope There will inevitably be more uh, whenever they finish the Final Fantasy VII remakes Did I you ever assume.
0: look into the, the DLC, like what's actually in that? I I didn't,
1: I, I kind of heard that it's a lot of just uh, Battle arenas and things Yeah, and also like In true Kingdom Hearts fashion, the end of three ends up posing a lot of questions. It raises a lot of new mysteries that need to get solved. And you would hope that the DLC ends up wrapping that all up because Kingdom Hearts 3 is ostensibly the final game in the story. Or at the very least, it's the end of Sora's story, except apparently that DLC does not actually wrap anything up at all. So I just did not bother with it. As soon as I found out that it did not actually provide a conclusion to anything, I just decided to stop caring.
0: I mean, it does apparently... In Stor- Sora's story, and also Xehanort's because, or Myrtleizes him. Yeah. Um, but then the end of that was um... kick this
1: guy's ass so hard he his voice changed three times. <laughs>
0: yeah. It, the end of it was they. There was that mysterious chest, right? And like,
1: yeah. Uh, there's
0: that and Maleficent have it, and then there's the one Org thirteen dude. Uh, dude it's like I was behind it the whole time.
1: Yeah, he's a wacky guy, he's like the jokester uh, And he's time traveling And he was like, oh, I've set up all these events Like hundreds of years in the past And I'm still around, and he found my box My magic box, I need that box That box is box. very important the box What's in the box, though?
0: Could be anything Could even be a boat
1: It's Kyrie's head Oh, Sora was wrath the entire time
0: Well we should have seen that coming.
1: <laughs> but yeah, like I that is the stuff specifically that I think does not actually get directly addressed, that I think is there to sort of set up future games. And that is the stuff that is the most infuriating to me because I watched that entire uh video that they package in on that disc explaining the plot of that mobile game. And oh and and none of it, none of it is like looped back to pretty much at all. So I wasted like two hours of my time just sitting through that crap.
0: That's just like Travis Strikes Again.
1: So I I realize now that you probably haven't watched it, so my reference about Sora becoming wrath is not that far off because all the characters in that game are based off the of Seven Deadly Sons. Oh, of course. And he and he is their leader. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ima- hey, King imagining so like the, this dark Sora like driving through the woods at night with that slowed down music from Twin Peaks.
1: Yeah, he stops off in a diner, puts some guns and some grease.
0: Or no, they're <laughs> keyblades. He disarms some some rednecks with keyblades. I'm talking about Mr. C, not the other dimension at the end of the. Oh, series. but
1: that's but see, that is how Kingdom Hearts truly would end because there yeah, are. I Tetsu and Nomura is nothing if not the David Lynch of video games in that he will not provide you answers to fucking
0: anything. Like, that's where Woody is stuck now, though. Like, Woody yeah. would be bent over in the street saying, what year is it?
1: Yes. Bo Peep screaming is is yeah. how the series ends, just a hard cut to black. Oh, God. Well, uh, I think we figured out all of Kingdom the Kingdom Hearts 2. We did it, yeah. Yep. We cracked the uh, RE code Shut chain up. of memories. Uh, 2.7.
0: Shut up. Ratings for Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh, boy. Um...
1: What was the number in uh, uh the something over something days? Uh one
0: fifty-eight over two? I that's think.
1: that's the rating for Kingdom Hearts too. <laughs> it gets one hundred and fifty-eight out of two. <laughs> it doesn't actually matter what the number is. That's the rating. I don't care. <laughs> rating...
0: Three fifty-eight over two.
1: Okay. Then Kingdom Hearts two gets three fifty eight out of two, because the game makes no wow, sense and its really rating good. shouldn't make sense either. Yeah, no, it's great. It's also really bad depending on how you look at it.
0: No, uh, but who I knows what I, who knows what I really mean by that? If it's three fifty eight out of two, that's extreme. That's by far the best rating you've ever given anything.
1: I am going to treat you to some sea salt ice cream after the podcast, and then I'm going to hit you in the head with a rock. <laughs>
0: Oh no, I'll die like Goofy.
1: <laughs> I, I know that you said like that the woody bit in Kingdom Hearts 3 is fantastic and there's nothing like that in 2, but like, I beg your pardon, the bit where Goofy gets I brained by that. a rock and then sits back up and is just like, I get hit in the head with rocks all the time.
0: <laughs> I did. I said Goofy's death in 2. Is I'm the sorry. Only, like thing close to it
1: i was thinking about ansem but yeah so like, i probably Goofy missed that.
0: getting brained and then everyone acting like he's completely dead and sort of, like you get this full like morning <laughs> moment with, with daffy not daffy <laughs> donald <laughs> man i wish it was daffy daffy's way cooler than donald
1: daffy would have just showed up and said the n-word and <laughs> left
0: Def, you like would have tried to get the ha- the rock off with a jackhammer and then just jackhammered Goofy's face <laughs> a bunch.
1: <laughs> oh, no, that actually would kill him.
0: No, he'd be fine
1: because uh, the,
0: that you get all of this like super serious mourning from like Donald and Mickey and then uh, Sora like going nutso yeah. on some heartless because of it and then Goofy just being like, "Yeah, I'm fine." Yep. <laughs> Doesn't hug? this a beat.
1: Oh god, damn this game. Well, uh I think that wraps up our discussion well, my ra- about my
0: rating for Kingdom Hearts 2. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give it a a 2 out of 10 for Kingdom Hearts 2, also because it's very bad. <laughs> See how easy that is?
1: I it's too easy for Kingdom Hearts though is the thing. You have to make it as convoluted as possible.
0: Yeah. I suppose so.
1: Kingdom Hearts by design is not meant to be understood. Yeah. There are no easy answers in life, and sometimes there's literally just no answers at all about anything. Just a lot of questions. And it results in two grown men trying to figure it out on a podcast that no one's going to listen to. Uh, So that's it. Until next week. uh, Next week, I'll finish up my Square Enix uh, bullshit by talking about Final Fantasy Tactics, which Larry's gonna love! <laughs> so oh, <no>. until then. <laughs> goodbye, dinosaurs.
0: We goodbye, can't Goofy. Disguise like a normal person. Because
1: I don't want to end up on a list. They're already on one, remember? <laughs> Alright.